Today on our Crossing Borders series, we cross the Utah border into Idaho to tell you about the journey of a mother and her transgender son. Through a series of short vignettes, Paige Geske and her son Andrew reflect on their relationship through the years as they share about the loss, healing, and freedom they found through their own border crossing, the transition process. Andrea was my only daughter. So I had always had this picture of how your life's going to be. And you have this daughter and these things are going to happen and they're going to get married and you're going to have babies, you know, all of these things. And so when your child says, I am not a woman, I am becoming a man, then those things change. And so you as a parent have to walk through that and you have to deal with the loss and the grief and go okay, I need to readjust my crown, but to also be real in that, to be honest with yourself that it's loss and it hurts. My given name when I was born was Andrea Nicole Geske, and I was thinking about a couple different names, but I was lazy, so I just went with Andrew Nicholas. Andrew's biological mom left when he was about 15 months old. I had prayed to adopt a redheaded little girl. Went from being single to married and I get a bonus child. I remember going from a honeymoon to potty training at night, which took maybe two days with this. Yes, let's put that on the radio. <laughs> I'm sure she'll edit it out. But um, again, another area the child succeeded and excelled in. Was potty oh, thank, thank you, I try. I do remember a lot of growing up, this was a child that um, I had to go and check to make sure was still alive <laughs> because would go in their room and just very creative, probably reading fifth grade books at three years old. Imagination and incredible ability would make up stuff that it was amazing, <laughs> amazing. Nothing's ever simple, is it? Um. <laughs> Not in our family. No. I was beginning to reach out to my birth mom because I hadn't had any contact from her since, you know, whatever was the last time that she held me as a baby. So I sought her out. I was really looking for answers about what it was that made her leave. And it was really challenging when I found her and we had this like really tenuous bond and then I came out to her, and she said, I can't have you in my life like that. And that was eviscerating. Man, that hurt. You mean when you came out and told her that you were transgender? Yeah, okay. that, was, that was brutal. You differentiated yourself, not on purpose, just by being who you are, by being the one who accepted me. She became the one who rejected me twice. And that was, that was major. And again, you know, you didn't change anything about, about who you were. You were just doing the best you you could do, which was pretty good. It's <laughs> not a day you forget. <laughs> he said that he needed to tell me something and kept saying, it's really big, it's really huge, it's really bad. <laughs> I don't know where this came from, but I remember thinking, okay, think of the worst possible thing. So I was like, so did you commit a murder? 
said no. Did you... I remember these questions. Rob a bank? <laughs> yeah. No. What I was trying to do is help her at that time to see that whatever he needed to tell me at that time was not as bad as those things. So really, when it got down to, well, here's the deal. I'm transgender, and I'm taking hormone shots, and this is where I'm going with my life. I was like, wow, this is a breeze because (laughs) we're not looking at the penitentiary. It really wasn't a breeze. I had to go, wow, wasn't expecting this, but, you know, this is my child. I don't talk about it very often, but during that period, like leading up to coming out, I attempted suicide four times because I didn't see that anything that I did was going to make a difference. I could just tell that it was never going to work out for me. But dying didn't work out for me either. So I figured... (laughs) Thank you. um, I might as well just take a risk. It was an intense period of seeing that my life didn't have to be what it had become. And it could be whatever I wanted, actually. It's amazing to look back and think about the times where you wanted what you currently have. And, like, I have it. When it first happened, and this continues to happen, people say, oh, how many kids do you have? Do you have any boys? Do you have all girls? At first, when people would ask me that, I wouldn't know what to do. (laughs) I would just go, you know what? Yeah, I have a girl and two boys. And then I got to the point where I'm like, you know what? I need to be honest with myself and out of respect for Andrew, I need to come clean with this and just say, well, do you want the boring answer or do you want the colorful answer? (laughs) How much time do you have? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I realize that every time I do that, there's an element of healing that happens for me. And then also it opens a door with other people. You know, I don't don't say it, but there's so much gratitude that you were willing to take those steps and work through that. I think there's a lot of healing that comes through being real and honest and authentic, and I just really appreciate that. I think it comes on both sides. I think parents and families need to be willing to look at those things and to look inside themselves, and better yet, put themselves aside to be able to look at things through a different perspective. Andrew said this to me, it all made sense. He said, I never ever expected to live past the age of 30, but being able to transgender and to feel okay in my body and with who I am, I can actually see myself growing old. Remember saying that to me? Yeah, that freaks me out every time I get a year older. There's no script anymore. I I didn't make plans this far. (laughs) I so hope moving forward, We don't get so caught up in whether, you know, whether it's all theory, whether gender is an idea or whether gender is like your identity is pinned down in some specific part of your brain. No, it's about just are we free? Are we free? Am I free? Are you free? Are we all free to live? We can be kind. We can take care of each other. We can remember that deep down inside we all need the same thing. The UPR original series Crossing Borders is a year-long storytelling project between UPR and the USU Office of Global Engagement, providing services for international students and scholars, and facilitating study abroad opportunities for students and faculty. 
Details at globalengagement.usu.edu. And to explore more of the Crossing Borders series, head over to upr.org.